episode of From the Lenses of a Red Pill Female. My name is Benedict and I am your gracious but yet humbled host and I am very excited and humbled by the fact that you decided to join me this evening. This is my third episode of my podcast and I'm very happy by the fact that you are here with me today. So today's topic that I'm going to be discussing with you all is the topic surrounding traveling and retirement, in particular black men traveling. So over the last few weeks there has been this huge, at times very heated debate within the red pill YouTube community, the black manosphere side of of YouTube, there has been this debate surrounding black men traveling and venturing outside of North America and the Western Hemisphere. Oddly enough, there has been criticism of this. There has been many voices that are discouraging on one hand discouraging black men from traveling and they are the other camp in which that encourages black men to travel and as a female who's listening to all of this I find this to be rather interesting and really quite odd (laughs) quite frankly And I just wanted to give my insight and my opinion on this whole debacle and this whole topic. But coming from the lenses of a female, in particular a red pill female. like to give you all a brief background on my own personal experience with traveling. So my background with traveling originates from my place of birth. I was born in Congo DRC which is located in Central Africa. Prior to coming to the UK with my mother when I was six years old, I spent some time traveling to different African countries. So for example, I spent some time in Nigeria, I spent some time living in Cote d'Ivoire, which is the Ivory Coast, and then I came to Europe. I spent two years living in Paris and I spent some time living in Belgium before coming to the UK. All of these experiences, although I was a very, very small child, but I truly believe that all of these experiences living in these different countries in many ways helped shape me and helped formulate the woman that I am today it gave me certain cultural 
lenses that many people my age did not have, who did not have, who liked the experience that I had. Being that I come from a very large, extremely large Congolese African family, I have family that live pretty much all, o- all over the world. In, in particular, I have a lot of family that live in Europe, as I stated. I have family that live in France, Belgium, Switzerland, Germany. I have relatives that live in Italy. And due to this, it enabled me to travel from a very young age with my family, visiting family, especially in Europe. In addition to this, I have what I what I would say quite an extensive solo traveling experience. So I first began solo traveling at 21 years old when I went to Barcelona by myself and spent a week there. And my experience in Barcelona was phenomenal. I had the greatest time, although my trip initially did not start out as a solo traveler. I certainly didn't plan it that way, but in the last minute, all my friends backed out (laughs) and I went by myself and I had a far better time alone and due to this I caught the bug and just fell in love with solo traveling and I've been solo traveling ever since and I'm now 25 years old since then I've traveled to Amsterdam traveled to Paris traveled to Germany and last summer I went to New York And later in the year, in November, I'm planning a trip to to Japan for two weeks. And I'm hoping next year I'll go to Australia. So, yeah, I have a a lot of solo traveling experience. And usually when I travel by myself, I tend to stay in hostels. And I would book a dorm room where I would sleep. In, in, a, in a dorm room with other female travelers and personally for me some of my favorite part about traveling is staying in a hostel which enables me to meet some of the most phenomenal interesting fascinating people that I would not usually meet in my everyday life and this is the part that I absolutely love about traveling is the experience you get of meeting people that you would not get the opportunity to meet in your everyday life. As well as that, I also love the cultural experience, the diverse experience, it's just everything. It's, it's very hard to describe to someone who has never traveled by themselves how phenomenal it is. I personally believe that traveling is one of the most enriched, phenomenal experiences a human could possibly ever have. As the experience that you get, the cultural experience, the, 
the traditions, the language, the, the, the people, just the overall experience is one that it's undescribable, honestly. It's, it's really undescribable and it's become one of my passions and it's something that I certainly look forward to indulging in more in the future. And that's why it's very disheartening for me to hear other black men discourage black men from having the same experience from traveling it's very very sad to hear any black person be discouraged to to travel and gain the the same experience that I've been blessed and very fortunate to have over the years that I would encourage every black person to have I would first like to say that I am in 100,000 million percent in support of black men traveling outside of the states outside of North America outside Western countries, I'm in support of black men living abroad. Traveling to me is one of the greatest educational tools one can ever experience and have, as traveling truly allows you to develop and enhance essential life skills that you will need throughout your life whether it's personally as well as in terms of your career and professionally and it's one of the greatest experiences you can have as I've already stated before and it's definitely one that I encourage that I support black men to have the sad thing for me is that living in the UK, I'm aware that it grants me a great deal of privileges, and one of those privileges is having greater access to the west of Europe, traveling in the UK, traveling to European countries is very easy, it's, 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 it's not, it's very easy it's cheap, it's not complicated at all, it's very easy to do, and we do so all the time. However, living in the States, traveling, especially to Europe, is incredibly expensive. It's it's not as easy to do, so this is a disadvantage that many black Americans have, that it's not an easy thing to do, and this puts off a lot of black Americans is first is their financial cost and a, a second obstacle is living in black America living in America excuse me the world is pretty much painted in a negative in a negative light that you will experience racism you will not be wanted you will be lynched this is usual the usual this is the usual fears that I hear when I hear 
this is the usual things that I hear when I talk to or just observe many black Americans as well traveling out you know traveling Europe or traveling to Asia racism we're gonna die it's always these extreme views and that is not at all the case but it's because one is a lot of black Americans do not travel many do not even own passports there's a lot of black particularly black American men that are restricted from owning passports they are dealing with they may have criminal charges or criminal convictions child support issues that restricts them from owning a passport and others is financial issues so many do not even truly feel the need to travel outside of the states there's those that physically can't and then the others there are many that don't feel the need to travel so they lack the experience of of interacting with other black people outside of America and and this is what I saw when I went to New York last year was many of the black Americans that I encountered had this view of wow I, I wasn't even aware that they were black black people in the UK it was it was crazy but many really have that thought many really do believe that because they don't travel they don't interact with many people outside of America so this this definitely prevents black men from traveling and it's very sad on top of the fears that many already have then to be further discouraged from traveling that's very sad to me as I've stated already started solo traveling I made the initial mistake of traveling with the mindset and lenses of a tourist instead of the lenses of a local so for example what I used to do is I would book a hostel in a more centralized location where all the tourists would be and a few years ago I discovered that I was only really getting a small glimpse of the overall experience that I was missing out on so much more and what I do now is when it comes to booking my hostel is I would book a hostel that is several miles away from the center area of the town in a obscure area that is not very popular, that is not well known. And I would stay in a more localized area. And what I find is that I just I get an overall far better traveling experience when I do this I truly feel like I am traveling with the mindset of a local 
So I I mingle with the locals. I what I love to do is walk around for miles and miles and miles in the local area. Sometimes just sit and observe the people, the, the, the customs, the, the traditions, the language, the smell, the music, how the locals interact with each other, how they interact with me. And I've and I've discovered that staying several miles outside of the city center the people are much nicer they are much more accommodating the prices is always cheaper and you get an overall far better and richer more exciting and adventurous experience I find that the food, the quality of the food, the restaurants are always much, much better. And overall, you engage in some of far better conversation because the locals there, they they do not view you as just a, another tourist, someone to exploit and make money from but they view you from more of a humanized lenses that you are a person and this certainly does make a difference in my opinion so when it comes to traveling I would always say stay book a, a hostel or a hotel B&B wherever you're going to stay let it be several miles away from the city center away from the commotion in a nice localized area in a quiet area where you would get a far better traveling experience and this is what traveling is all about is about the experience is about experiencing the culture and the language the customs the traditions the the religion and the people So, the, the t- tonight's topic, what I find is that the biggest opposition to black men traveling outside of America is actually not coming from black women, but surprisingly enough, it's coming from other black men. The the two tonight I'll be discussing the two biggest opposing arguments that is put forward in, in these debates, which the first one is black men are only traveling to gain sexual access to foreign women. They just want to have sex. And this is I find this to be quite humorous because it's really slightly silly, but in all reality, yes, the women certainly is a part of the experience for a lot of men. I've spoken to quite a few men that said that interacting with women when they travel it, it makes it's part of the it's part of the overall experience it's a great experience they learn a lot about the culture of the, the you know the women and the culture 
However, I would say that it's part of the experience, but it's not the overall experience. You know, my personal belief is a person's personal reasons or motives as to why they want to travel, that is their own personal beliefs. I do would say that it is if someone wants to travel simply just to have sex with foreign women although I wouldn't necessarily agree with that if that's the sole and only reason because there is so much more to traveling than just that but I can't oppose that if, if that's their choice people have the right to to do as they please it's within their self-autonomy but I would like to tackle this argument as I said earlier the women is definitely part of the experience but in my opinion is certainly not the overall experience and my personal experience traveling interacting with black men, especially black men from North America, I find that many of them, when I interact with them, when I'm traveling, especially in Europe, many of them do not have that mindset. They are not particularly traveling just for the women. A lot of the times I come across guys that would be labeled as nerds, although I wouldn't with them is that come across guys that are more nerdy you know different guys those are usually the type of guys that that would travel eccentric very different nerdy not the typical type of black guys those are usually those are the guys that I typically come across when I'm traveling and for the most part they they are not thinking about sex like that when they travel and another thing I find this argument really quite it's almost it's almost an insult because there is so much more to traveling than that it just it reduces black men as these just these sexualized human beings that do not have any other rationale that all they care about is just sex and having access to foreign women and that's far from the case even if they do inter you know even if they do interact with women of other nations when they travel that's just part of the experience for many men is certainly not their sole reason as to why they're traveling. I've come across many men that have been backpacking across Europe for six months, eight, ten months. And women, it's the last thing in their priority. So I find that argument to be really, really foolish. I honestly only believe a very small handful of of black men are truly traveling simply for the sole reason of what they would say tricking or having sex, paying for sex with foreign women. That's a very small, but majority of men, of black men that do travel, 
they are doing so for the experience, the adventure, the culture. And even if they do interact with women and sleep with with these women is more so of the the overall experience of of observing how women of other cultures deal with black men. And what I find is that black men, especially black American men, black men living in North America, many of the women, the black women that they deal with are not feminine, are not submissive, are not respectful, are very masculine. And what these men are searching for, what they are seeking is femininity, respect, submission. That's what they are looking for. And sadly, they will, a lot of black men will, will search the globe to find that. And that's what a lot of these men really desire is just femininity. And it's sad that a black man has to travel to another country to experience femininity and submission and respect. That's very sad. The issue really should be why? Why can't they not? The issue really in itself is why are black men not respected in their own countries? And another reality, especially for me, from my own traveling experience, is that black men are, are treated phenomenally in European countries. I've never been to Asia yet, but from what I've heard, black men are treated like gods. They are worshipped, they are sexualized they are respected a lot of foreign women they respect black men when black men travel they are experience a first class experience that many do not get what i find that it is not just the physicality of the sexual act in itself that black men are desiring or seeking from dealing with these women when traveling of other nations but it is more so of everything outside of the physical act so for instance is their interactions of Interacting with a woman who grew up in a culture where it still upholds the patriarchal society and how this hugely impacts the way she most importantly views men and in addition to that how she views and treats a black man. And that is hugely different from the interactions that many black men who travel outside of North America, outside of the Western world, deal with black American or black Western women who did not grow up in such a society. And this is truly what black men are seeking is femininity is the nurturing 
is the peace at times in and the culture of dealing with a cultured woman that is the key and I've often heard this again and this is what is misunderstood and not truly understand is men are searching for a grounded cultured woman who is feminine and the sad reality is for a lot of black american men they will never they have never truly experienced femininity in america never they never experienced it from their mothers or grandmothers or women from their families they've never truly experienced it from partners they have never experienced it and will never experience it in in north america the first time that many of these men will experience femininity sadly is outside of america many black men have never truly experienced true nurturing they've never experienced having a woman cook for them and do so happily they've never experienced a woman remove his shoes as, as soon as he comes through the door they've never experienced a woman giving a foot massage running him above, bathing him, washing his clothes even. Then these are basics. They've never experienced that. And when they do come across a woman like that, it's a huge cultural shock for them because this is not something that they are used to, that they are accustomed to. And this is the the attraction and what essentially allures many black men in wanting to travel and in particularly dealing with these women, these perhaps non-black Western women or just non-black women at all. It is the culture is how different these women view and treat men overall and especially black men. Like I said previously, a lot of what a lot of non-western women european women asian women even some african women they view black men as gods when they travel and the sad reality is in america black women do not respect black men for a black man to be unanimously respected he has to jump through many obstacles and and hurdles for him to prove to a black woman that he is worthy of respect that's before he even receives respect he has to prove that he's worthy of respect and when dealing with women of other nations he doesn't have to go through these obstacles a woman she automatically respects him she views him as a god so this is whenever people make the argument oh black men are just going they want to travel to have sex that's the only reason why they want to travel no it's not just because of the act is they want to experience the culture. They want to experience the femininity. They want to res- experience, most importantly, the respect, the submission. 
travel it's a very noble argument to an extent I do agree I am very much in favor of restructuring the black family restructuring the black community I think that is crucial and is very essential to think that both black men and black women should be doing working actively together in restructuring and rebuilding of our community However, I find the argument as it pertains to the topic of traveling, I find that argument to be very weak and and juvenile. And quite frankly, an argument based on emotions, it's a shaming tactic that usually women use when they shame black men for dating outside their race. This argument has lacks logic. It it speaks as a, as if a black man cannot st- start a family later on in his life, and it's almost pressuring black men to start a family and imposing this ridiculous responsibility on. On a black man that did not call or ask for such a responsibility. So, for instance, a black man is not obliged to start a family if he does not wish to start to do so right now in his life. And the there is zero correlation between this argument and traveling nothing it has nothing to do with each other especially when it deals with the issue of a family it's almost as if the argument is viewing the situation in a way that black men are abandoning the community to to go and travel abandoning their children to go and travel and and that's not the case at all that is not the case at all in, in my opinion responsibilities you don't have a mortgage
mortgage that you have to pay at the end of every month, you should go out and travel. And ironically, the biggest opposition against black men traveling is of a black man. And it's typically always or usually older black men, perhaps in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, and even beyond. Black men who perhaps found the red pill much later on in their lives. Men who are married, have children, or have multiple kids by different women, they are on child support, maybe even have criminal convictions, so they are not eligible to get a passport and travel outside the country and go see the world. So therefore, and then they hear other men, younger men talk about traveling, living abroad, and living this carefree, adventurous, chilled, peaceful life that they envied and wished that they had, this subconsciously and internally causes them a great deal of frustration and also disappointment for their own lives because they it highlights to them how much how much a disappointment their own lives is and for a lot of men they don't really know how to deal with these sort of emotions so they project their insecurities, their disappointment onto others by shaming black men that do travel that or men that do live abroad. They shame these men into oh it's bad, discourage other men from doing so. And this is really the the biggest issue. The whole debate to me in my eyes is, is founded upon this insecurity, the frustration and the, the bitter disappointment that a lot of men have. I truly believe that a lot of men who are still in the matrix, who who live in this wicked society were forced upon the the dream the American dream, the illusion of marriage, families, the belief that as a man, your greatest title is husband and father, that that as a man is what should make you happy, is being married, having a family. And although I'm not speaking out against marriage or or being a, you know, being a father, having a family, I think those are all wonderful, great things if that's what you choose. But for many men, they were forced, they were fed this dream. It really wasn't what they wanted, but they, as a child, whether it was family or society, forces men that this is what you should want for your lives. Is you work very hard, the American dream of work very hard, you go to a good university, 
get get you a degree, go get a job, work for somebody else, get married, get a mortgage, have children, and then retire at 60 or 55 years old, and then live a great life. And sadly, that's not the case. And for many men, they come to this realization that once you get married, your entire existence now no longer becomes about you. Your desires and what you wanted for your life goes out the window. And now it's all about you making somebody else happy. You've become a slave. You are working to make someone else happy, to make their dreams come true, to fulfill their happiness, but not yourself. And you are doing so in many times in fear so they won't divorce you and then take everything that you've accomplished. And this is the reality that a lot of men live in, especially in the red pill community. Many men are living under these circumstances and this this frustration, this disappointment is what is under the surface and what makes a lot of men shame the men that are not living in this predicament right now in their lives, men that have the freedom to just get up and leave and, and travel to Europe, to Asia, to Africa, to to Australia, wherever they please, and men that has autonomy over his life, who is his own boss. There's a lot of underlying envious jealousy and disappointment which is masked from the disappointments of their own lives now that they are which they now project their disappointment to some to other people's lives and this is what I see and this is my conclusion I would conclude in saying that Black men go out and travel, go see the world, go discover yourself, go find out who you are. There are so many incredible opportunities out there in the world. So many. You have no idea. You it's it's hard to even describe, but traveling truly helps you to discover who you are as as a person as a man it helps you to develop certain skill set that you would need as a man so please please go and travel this this message not just to black men but also black women black people as a whole go travel you, it would be a phenomenal experience. And this concludes my third episode of my title of my podcast. I thank you very much for listening and joining me this evening. And I shall see you next time. Goodbye.